So have you ever, like, recalled an older movie or TV show pretty fondly, discussed it with people, and then just realized in kind of abject horror that there's just a terrible, terrible thing in that piece of media that it just takes you, like, a minute or two to get to? Um, I'm sure that I've come across that in movies. I absolutely know that I've come across it in shows. Um, you know, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what it would actually be for, you know, a specific movie. But, you know, even, and I'm going to bring it up again, you know, I was watching, mm-hmm. I was watching uh, Avatar The Last Airbender earlier this summer. And it's like <laughs> very clear that the Fire Nation is like they're all evil because they are the fire nation. Like it's like this entire culture and this entire country is just ab- abject evil. And like they, you know, later on in the first season and then like, especially in the second and third seasons, they back away from that a little bit and they get more, mm-hmm. more like complex character. And like, you know, the, it's not just a dichotomy and, you know, characters have, you know, multiple pieces to them, and then they humanize the people of the Fire Nation a little bit. But even, even then, like it's it's pretty. You know, like the Fire Nation are just evil because they're fire people and they live in a volcano island, like chain, and but it, it it's like very very like othering. But but there was that one episode where they taught the kids to have fun in the Fire Nation, and that made them all better, right? God. You know, even even worse than realizing that that show, you know, projected like othering of other cultures, mm-hmm. the, the first half of season three of Avatar, just what it is, is terrible. Ooh, it's just badly written, and like it get, it gets better, but like the the first part of season three is just god awful and pointless. I and I will die on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speak, speaking of, I, like, said that at work the other day, and, like, no one knew what I was talking about. They had never heard that phrase before, and I had to explain it to them, and they're like, oh, that's cool. That, what? I, um, uh, you need to get a new job now. <laughs> like, regardless of anything else, you need to get a new job. So... What were you thinking of in particular where you watched something again and realized in horror that it was, like, very bad? Oh, the Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd movie uh, Trading Places, which is an 80s movie where a poor black man, uh, due to the scheming of some miserly rich people, uh, trades places with an up-and-coming stockbroker, Dan Aykroyd, who is a white man. Uh, and then it's kind of seeing how each other adjusts to being in these different classes. And it's uh, actually a really good movie that, for the time, pretty thoughtfully explores some ideas of classism in America, the problems with capitalism, uh, how even if minorities do rise to positions of power, they're still going to be looked down on by other people in powerful positions because they are still minorities. Um, and then a man gets raped by a gorilla in that movie. Oh. Yep. Oh. (laughs) Uh. I was talking about it with my roommates, and it was like, no, yeah, yeah, that's a really good movie. 
pause. A guy got raped by a gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know why I didn't think of this, because I was actually talking about this with a couple people a few days ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Animal House, a movie kind of universally loved, you know, you know, as a like a really funny, funny movie from, you know, an older period in time. I'm pretty sure the good guys roofie girls, like college girls, doesn't does that happens, right? Ah, uh, was that Animal House or was that Revenge of the Nerds? I well, in Revenge of the Nerds, there's just guy, rape. Yeah. Well, he can he like tricks a girl into thinking so that, rape. Yeah. Well, no, it's definitely <laughs> no, no. I was trying to like remember like the instance of what happened in each movie. So like in right. Revenge of the Nerds, he convinces a girl somehow that he is someone else and then they have sex and she doesn't realize it um in animal house i'm pretty sure they just like slip something in their drinks i don't i don't know if they actually end up raping them i think something happened where you know like they were you know stopped you know something interrupted them but like it wasn't like i think it was supposed to be a funny thing that and and I I might be misremembering it, but I'm pretty sure that the good guys, Rufy girls in that movie. Yeah, I I haven't seen that movie since freshman year, but I do not doubt for a second that that is in that film. Comment in the comment section below if I'm totally full of shit and that didn't happen. No 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 everyone uh and welcome to the voluntary viewing podcast today you get to listen to the soothing tones of the world's only acoustic rapper andrew clark but that's not all because you're also joined by the human metronome himself, whose tempo can inspire a nation to be less shitty than the Fire Nation. Lucas DeRider. Yeah, you had a you had a good uh, flow there, human metronome. Mm. Uh, sadly, Jade Morshauser will not be able to join us today, and Ryan should be coming on a bit later. He got a little held up at work, uh, which is probably a good opportunity to mention that this is episode 11 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast being recorded on... Monday... Yeah. Yeah. You know what that means. It's time for this month's entry into... Mandatory viewing. We're going to give you guys the assignments today. 
we're going to give each other our assignments today, and at the end of the month, we're going to discuss the pieces of media that we consumed at the recommendation of our peers. Follow along with us on our journey of self-discovery and bliss. Yeah. It'll be kick-ass. Who get a blowjob? That might be false advertising. I, I have to talk to our lawyers about whether or not we can actually have that as a giveaway. Um, or even the sales team, what tier on the Patreon that should be. But uh, we're going to put a pin in that blowjob. Ouch. Mm. Why don't you lead us off with uh, some of this week's video game news, Lucas? News of the week! Alright, speaking of blowjobs, kinda. Anti cunnilingus advocate. Mentos bitch and the only human being to ever get lost at sea on a jet ski, DJ Khaled, performed at the Overwatch League Championships and was received very, very poorly. Yeah, DJ Khaled is just a DJ and most of the songs that people like are not because of him shouting DJ Khaled at the beginning and then, you know, composing a beat. It's because of the, you know, very famous talent that he gets onto his albums to, you know, sing songs and contribute. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's pretty hard to go on tour with Rihanna and uh, Chance the Rapper and Chris Brown and everyone else at the same time. So when DJ Khaled just performs... You know, it's him, and sometimes he dances and has, like, speakers playing the voices of, you know, the people that sang the songs, or he has backup singers do it. And it's it's just not a great experience. It, it's all the concert experience of that one guy in the corner during your high school dances. <laughs> um, speaking of speakers... Pun intended. Uh, I don't know if you watched the uh, actual performance, if you can call it that, uh, or just read about it after the fact, but I watched it, and there is a very noticeable, um, we'll go with addition for now, where the crowd's not really into it. Uh, they're, they're, they're a little bit of closer to pity cheers than anything, uh, but then... Once he stops the performance mid-song, the camera zooms in on him, and he says, Oh, also, my new album's dropping today. The crowd is ten times louder than they had been previously. Ridiculously... I, I, I'm pretty sure uh, that there you, you can hear a bird chirping in the background that's not native to the uh, location, and uh, that'll give this whole spoof away after a while. So, you think they just cranked up the volume? 
No, I'm saying they canned in applause either in broadcast uh, or mm. over over the speakers actually at the performance. Damn. That's this whole yeah. Bush League. <laughs> That's just sad. <laughs> like I hate Please. DJ Khaled, just because he seems like a self ingrandizing asshole but even that's like ugh oh, I mean that's the musical performance version of Please Clap uh, this whole thing also reminds me kind of like the uh, Andrew WK uh, whole situation yeah. from the Bethesda press conference a while ago except that was, kind of sim- <laughs> that was similar but Andrew WK was putting his all in there Man, he right. wanted to perform so bad, and he didn't care that no one knew who he was. Not to mention, I feel like uh, the streaming component of it, the Venn diagram of people who dig or are aware of Andrew WK and who play video games is 20 times bigger, at least, of the people who enjoy DJ Khaled and are really into Overwatch as an eSport. Yeah, that's true. That's a very specific group of people, though. Right? <laughs> they must be going ballistic. Like, they still haven't come down from that high. I like to imagine that they had a bunch of, like, like market researchers trying to figure out who to sell the tickets to months in advance. They're, like, scouring people's social media and, like, who is a competitive Overwatch player or watches uh, competitive Overwatch and also has downloaded more than two... DJ Khaled songs. That is the very specific demo we're going for. We want their money. Fucking Winston or Roadhog better not get a DJ Khaled skin after this. Oh, they will. Ugh. All right, you ready? You ready for the next thing? You ready for the news item that is going to make your life, Andrew? I'm ready. You're ready for all of your fandoms to cross over in one glorious moment? I don't know. I, I know what you're about to talk about. I don't know if that's, you know, I don't think either of these are my fandoms anymore. Or even, I don't think one was ever. But go ahead. I don't want to steal your thunder. So last night at EVO 2018, um, and just as an aside, the Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, tournament was won by a gay black man uh, dressed in his fursona, which is just dope as hell. Uh, It was announced that Negan from The Walking Dead will be a DLC character in the upcoming season of Tekken 7. Okay, but why though? (laughs) No, because this is absolutely a decision somebody made in a boardroom like 10 months ago when that season of The Walking Dead was still fresh and everybody was talking about how great a character Negan was. No one was talking about how great a character Negan was after, like, three episodes of season seven. But, like, whenever that was happening, that's when this decision was made, having no clue how long it would take to license the character from not only AMC, but also Robert Kirkman, although I imagine AMC would be the ones to drag their feet on this one. Yeah. Program a character like this who 
isn't a martial arts guy like the other Tekken people. He just has a bat, kind of. Like, program very specific moves for him into this game. And now it's just coming out after the hype has died down so, 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 so much. No one gives a shit. I mean, I mean, this is a very specific character within The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And The Walking Dead itself, you know, you can argue that The Walking Dead's been dying for a while, but The Walking Dead is officially in its death throes. And while they don't, I, you know, there doesn't seem to be any plans to cancel the show or to, like, wrap it up, like, I think three of the main characters, including Rick Grimes, are only going to be in six episodes this season. And it's a full-length season. It's, like, 18 episodes or 16 episodes. And Rick Grimes and... uh, What's her name? Uh, Maggie, at least, are only going to be in six episodes. Carl's dead. Spoiler alert. Um... You know, I, I never, I didn't even watch the second half of the last season. I just know that through the grapevine, um, and I can't believe that Norman Reedus is going to stay on for too much longer. Not he's with, too uh, busy with Death Stranding. Yeah, he's too busy being best friends with Hideo Kojima. That's a full time job. Uh, speaking of though, uh, did you see that a giant? Well, not a giant blue whale, but I mean, all blue whales are giant. Like a baby mm. blue whale washed up on the coast of Japan, dead today, and that was like the first time that it ever happened. And, you know, it it's it, you know they say it was less than a year old, but it's still huge. That like, uh... it's, it's a big ass whale, and I, I just imagine that Hideo Kojima was like freaking out. That that uh, this is going to be a total tangent, but we're fucking riding this wave. Um, that is literally the plot of uh, a Junji Ito, uh, Japan's most famous horror author story, mm-hmm. where just a massive sea creature unexpectedly washes ashore on Japan. Uh, people, people, people like try to dissect it, figure out what's going on, what it is, why it's there, a- and then just like sea creature zombies come out of it, start eating people, turning them into zombies, and then all hell breaks loose. And while I doubt that's going to happen here, I I, I feel it necessary to make the comparison. Hmm. Well, and that's how we bring we it back to see. Walking Dead. Yeah. But good for Andrew Ta- Lincoln finally cashing out. Yeah. What do you think he's going to do next? Because I know... Uh... What's I, I forget the actress's name, the the one who plays Maggie. She's going to be in. Uh, she, she's in some movie. It, I think it's the movie with Mark Wahlberg, like Eleven Miles or Mile Eleven, something like that. But then she's also Isn't... going to be in uh, that show we talked about uh, a couple months back on mandatory viewing, Whiskey Cavalier. She's yeah, one the, she's one of the leads. So. So I, she's she's doing something. I would imagine Andrew Lincoln's going to well, I guess technically go back to uh movies as um I know uh oh who's the actor who plays uh who played Glenn? Uh Stephen Young. 
Stephen Young. He, he he's been doing the movie circuit, and I think has found like a good amount of uh, success in that dimension. Yeah, he's mostly done like side roles. I know he was a lead in some movie that I don't even think it was released on most major theaters. Um, that was kind of like uh, a guy gets fired from like a corporate job uh, as like some virus was released and turned everyone into like bloodthirsty murderers, including him. And he uses that as the opportunity to get back at his bosses by murdering them. Um, well, I know what I'm watching after this, but, uh, and then, yeah, I think he was in sorry to bother you. Right. Yeah. He was a supporting character and he was really good in that. He's a really good actor. Yeah. I studios give, uh, why I have already forgot his name. Steven Ewan, uh, more money. All right. You ready for the next thing? I am. Let's do right. it. I know that uh, this is this is near and dear to your heart. So late, g- give the late, guys the good news. Ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to announce that one of the best video game franchise... No, no, that's not doing it justice. I am pleased to announce that one of the best pieces of media... I am pleased to announce that one of the best pieces of art ever conceived by mankind... Bravely Default is getting another sequel. Move over, artwork of Leonardo da Vinci. Move over, The Sopranos. Move over, Last of Us. Move over, Mamma Mia 2. (laughs) We are getting a third Bravely Default game, and I could not be fucking happier. I was really hoping you were going to say something in there like move over season nine of the walking dead. (laughs) (laughs) I had, I had to get that mama Mia two call back in there. I'm sorry. No, that was good. That was perfect. But, Um, uh, so explain, explain to the audience, but then also to me, because I'm legitimately curious what makes bravely default such a good game. And, is Bravely Second a good enough sequel? Um, to go in reverse order, yes, Bravely Second is a good enough sequel. Uh, I think it loses a little bit uh, of the plot and surprise in the first one, uh, but makes up for it with just being maybe a bit more refined and also having a much better sound... Eh, not much better, but a better soundtrack than the original. Um... Bravely Default is just one of my favorite video games of all time. Uh, I love everything about it. It takes uh, some classic JRPG game designs, really kind of refines them, adds a ton of quality life improvements to it. And I would say is the game that began uh, kind of a JRPG resurgence and more of them adopting quality of life uh, systems to them. And... Yeah, I just fucking love it. It, it. I love all the characters. Um, people say the story goes on too long. I don't mind whatsoever because we get to see even more of these really great characters in new settings, uh, in the game's lengthier middle portion. And 
fuck, I still tear up every time I think of the ending of the original Bravely Default. It, it, I don't know if I should spoil it here or not, but it's also a game that came out in 2011, 2012. Wow. And it... What's up, fuckers? It's really, oh, really good. Oh my god. Is that the voice of Ryan the uh, human trumpet holtz? No, that's not good enough. Lucas, come up with a better one. No. You had one chance. <laughs> um, Master Mix-A-Lot Ryan Holtz. Master Mix-A-Lot needs a clap sync. <laughs> All right, let's bring up time and date again. <laughs> you guys closed it. No, oh, no. I, I left it open. I got you, Ryan. I'm good. Woo-hoo. I got you, Master Mixer. Are you, Master Mixer. Are you up, Ryan? Oh, I'm up. I'm up and recording. Are you all the way up? Mm-hmm. Uh, can we do it at the 50? Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Nailed it. All right. Where are we at? <laughs> where are we uh, dropping, boys? <laughs> well, where are we dropping, boys? Um, I think that's everything I had to say about Bravely Default. We are now moving on to movies, unless, uh, hey everybody, Ryan joining us now. He he escaped from the corporate chains that bind him, and is kicking it freestyling with us now. Uh, do you have anything to say about, uh, DJ Khaled, um, Negan from The Walking Dead being in a fighting game, or the greatest piece of art to ever exist, Bravely Default, getting another sequel? No. (laughs) Um, Put a a mic crackle like it's in a courtroom when I say that. (laughs) No. Uh, Actually, you... You you came on, like, exactly on the one you are uh, perhaps most qualified to talk about. Go timing. <laughs> going to movies. Uh movie pass, guts features, uh raises monthly fees, and limits the number of movies people are able to see in a month in order to maybe make it a sustainable business model, finally. There has been some updates though. Yeah. Then they walked it all back. <laughs> oh, bring it. There's no no more price hike, but instead now you can only see three movies per month. Even though the whole point of the service was a movie a day. I, I thought it was one movie a week. No, they okay. changed it to one movie a week for a little while. But uh, when they launched the service, it was a movie a month or a movie a day. Um, Are they? Which is crazy. Uh, well, actually, the first question I should ask, Andrew, did you end up investing in them? And I did. And are you proud of that decision? <laughs> Andrew, it's going to hit zero. <laughs> no, it rallied. It rallied to 13 cents. <laughs> I, I bought it at uh, like 10 and a half cents. And Andrew. Well, well, okay. So what, what happened was I had invested in Snapchat like a little over a year ago, which was also Again, not a, very, a great idea. <laughs> very bad financial decision. Um, not that I invested very much. I was just kind of playing around, basically pulling, pulling a really slow slot machine. Um, I didn't, I didn't waste that much, uh, but I had about 
$20 left in my TD Ameritrade account because just of the price of the shares I, you know, had a little bit left over. I didn't have enough for another full share. So I decided to put that 20 bucks into HMNY, which is the parent company that owns MoviePass. Because at that point, yeah, it, uh, it had just crashed to like 10 cents. And when I bought it, it was at like 10 and a half cents. And by the end of the day, it was at like six cents. <laughs> and, and now it's at uh, right under 10 cents. It's like nine point something cents. So it's, it's going to hit zero. So soon. Well, like... well, I know I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for a time where it might, you know, spike up maybe. And if not, you know, it's uh, 20 bucks that I don't give a shit about. Covering our asses super quick. Don't don't take in- investing advice from us. We are by no means qualified to no. handle anyone's money besides our own. I'm not but... even qualified to handle my own. Take take this advice. Don't invest in Helios and Matheson. <laughs> That's advice so, you can take. Are they buy still... buy buy sell 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 <laughs> bull market are they bull s- market? Are they still selling the tickets below cost though? They don't sell the tickets for anything. Yeah, no, you pay you, a subscription fee. And then you go to the movie theater and you like reserve your ticket and pick it up. Yeah. And right, then the but movie that theater charges movie pass. But that subscription fee is in most cases less than what the cost of the tickets individually would be, or at least what movie pass is paying these theaters. So they end up losing money on like eighty percent of tickets purchased with the hope that they gain enough in like the 20% where they do make money to put them in the black. Um, the, the hope was to gain a big enough user base that they could then market that user base to advertisers and other such things. And then they would be sustainable by like having ads on the service and <laughs> probably selling users data just like Google and Facebook. So that was the hope. We're losing money on every transaction, but our solution is to have a bigger volume. Hey, Twitter has never turned a profit. Like, they, they just have a big user base, and for some reason, people keep investing. Yep. That's fair. Well, I so. mean, if you look at fucking Tesla, Tesla is just a giant money pit, and they they report incredible losses every single quarter, and then their stock price just shoots way the fuck up, and no one can really explain why. Except that people know that the future, like, you know, a lot of future technology is almost certainly going to be based on what they're doing now. And so, like, you're, you're, that's pretty much the only way you're investing in, like, really, really futuristic technology. And that, like, maybe one day it'll come to fruition. But they reported just absolute record losses this quarter. I think they said they spent 700 and, like, 50 million dollars and they recorded a loss of like 720 million dollars so they only made 30 million dollars and that was on top of just incredible just astronomical losses um and then their stock price went up like 10 points after they announced that and well the model six is now out of reservation mode so yeah they're now Ooh. they're now actually delivering them in mass quantities. So that that would be the biggest reason I would guess for a stock right. jump is that they're finally rolling them off an assembly line. 
for how Yeah, long. but like it shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't have taken this long. And I, I oh no, just, they were delayed. Yeah, Ooh, but no at doubt. least the fucking like computer systems in the car has Atari games. <laughs> Wonder how much those cost. Too fucking much. It's like, oh, we gotta make sure we recover this giant chunk of, you know, space metal from the ocean so that we can, you know, make space travel affordable, and then they just spend millions of dollars getting a fucking 40-year-old video game in your car. When you know, you know. Yeah, I guess. Andrew, how do you feel about the new Terminator movie? Well, I don't know anything about it other than it exists, and that's enough. Yeah, for that's me one to heck know. of a link you got there. Yeah, <laughs> that's some bare bones stuff. It doesn't even you can't even click it to take you to the link. Oh shit! Sorry, I fucked that up. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's there. There's almost nothing there other than that they released like a production image, and it's I don't know. It looks. This is the Terminator, uh, brackets reboot. I. <laughs> that's it. No rating. No nothing. <sighs> I, I know nothing about it either, other than it looks I, like I, it's I prom- gonna, it looks like it should be like a straight to home video. It, no, they can't the, do that. The actors and the um, costuming has a lot of lesbians on Twitter thirsty. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good sign. That yeah, definitely the original Terminator. Yeah, you de- uh, that's that's its target audience. <laughs> I mean, in today's era of mass consumption, pretty much anything, everything needs to hit a niche audience. And mm-hmm. if that's going to be the new Terminator audience, then you know what? Good for them. I mean, Sarah new, Connery. Ja- Ooh, that's true. I'm saying new. James Cameron walked into Paramount Pictures in 1983 and said, "Paramount." lesbians on twitter are going to love this movie and paramount was like bye we're in i don't care bye 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 (laughs) bull market bull market what's a lesbian yeah they have two questions the first one wasn't what is twitter (laughs) but i mean like sarah connor is a feminist icon so i I can see them getting i prefer ripley that way that's fair oh no absolutely both are pretty fantastic. <laughs> Ripley's though. a much better James Cameron movie character. Yeah, that's true. And a much um, better James Cameron movie. Yes. Aliens Boo, Terminator is... 1. Terminator yeah. 2. Terminator yeah. 2, that's where it's at. Terminator 2 but, is a yeah. great movie. Terminator um, 2 kicked ass. Terminator 1 was the experimentation that created Terminator 2. Yeah. Whereas Aliens was just a delightful second entry mm. into Alien. Mm-hmm. Right. Both both very good, very different movies, which I think it was impressive was that they good. could yeah. they could make two very good movies, but they were so different, very very different, even though they were same characters, same universe. Yep, that yeah. character's character because everyone else dies. Spoiler alert! <laughs> oh, in a horror movie, everyone dies. <gasps> I thought I when I first watched that movie, I definitely had a feeling that everyone would die in that movie. Like Absolutely. literally even Ripley, which I thought would have been really cool. Oh, no. but like I... also she was so awesome. It would have been sucky. It think... would have been cool from a storytelling perspective. I, I think the best part about that storytelling is that in the first movie, you know, R- Ripley wasn't as much of a badass as she was later on. Like she was definitely a really cool character. 
but she was terrified just like everyone else and that made complete fucking sense and she was running around scared for her mind barely escaped and the second movie basically begins with her with ptsd and then you know going to face her fears and then you know eventually overcoming them and becoming just an absolute badass she's had enough she's tired of this shit (laughs) she got too old for that shit (laughs) Um, the opposite of delightful and the definition of extremely shitty. Uh, who wants to get into the Urban Meyer? <laughs> what shit? is that abbreviation? What it says USO. Oh, I meant to is say someone OSU. being clever. I'm dyslexic. Oh. <laughs> I'm just I thought you were trying to be clever and be no. like, haha, I put it backwards because no, fuck a, OSU. It's ab- absolutely supposed to say OSU. Got it. I thought I thought there was a story behind it. It's the University Apologies. of the shitty part of Ohio. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the University of the shitty part of Ohio. <laughs> the U. <laughs> um. Yeah. So basically, Urban Meyer was put on administrative leave, pending an investigation into whether or not he knew of the extent of one of his assistant coaches, um, physically abusing his wife. And um, he had claimed in a press conference, what, like a week before he was suspended, that he had, he no, had no idea. idea. And then it, there was text messages that he absolutely did have yep. an idea. At, le- and at then least his... three years beforehand. And yeah. the, the abuse was going on for like eight years, like eight years yeah. ago. And then, and then his response on. was basically like, oh, I mean, I did lie to you but it was like a lie for like because i was just i was surprised by the question like it was an interesting one yeah uh but i i don't think he's gonna be forced to leave i am pretty sure uh they are setting him up to stay on board no i i I definitely think there's a better chance of him staying than there is of him going like it's it's definitely a possibility but i don't know two or three years before he's back at full capacity Oh no! I, I think, think I think he'll this be. Season. Yeah. Oh. They yeah. said the time frame of the investigation is like two weeks. Like they're absolutely <sighs> gonna do like a cursory look into it, and then maybe suspend him for a game or something, and then he'll be back. Come on, football, be better. Yeah. Well, come on, Ohio State. Mm. It makes millions of dollars from this football program being good. Yeah throw your profit down the toilet for morality yeah. well i mean urban meyer has been a very questionable questionable coach in terms of ethics for a long time yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah. i mean if, uh, if if you were to tell me you know that urban meyer had you know done something bad almost anything i would have you know said absolutely i i believe that have you guys seen the picture of him eating the pizza sad, like in the annals of the stadium after a loss? Yeah, it's, no. It's, it's a very, just look up Urban Meyer Papa John's pizza or something. He's like crouched, Papa John. He's like crouched over a golf cart, like just sadly eating what is probably a cold pizza oh. after losing. Oh god, I'm looking at it, it's perfect. You could do Urban Meyer's sad pizza, yeah, that's it. He's sitting in the little, like, gator The golf cart. And there's the one picture where he's, like, rubbing his head. Like, <laughs> Oh, and, like, he he's in a hallway. Yeah, he's in, like, the, the annals of a stadium. Like, it's great. Oh, yeah, the one where he's rubbing his head. 
Yeah, the homer he's rubbing his head really emphasizes the the feelings he's feeling at that moment. Man. So, oh, at least that makes us feel good that he's felt joy. poorly before. Brings me joy. Uh, then there's um, also the the next image on Google Images is a picture, I assume it's from College Game Day, and it's Urban Meyer, and then it's it's the Oscar Meyer logo, but it says Urban mm-hmm. Meyer, and then they turned mm-hmm. his head into a hot dog, but it's still his face. It's a good yeah. one. No, imagine the College Game Day signs about this during Ohio State games. Oh, oh bring they're gonna the be, fuck on. They're I mean, going to be savage. I mean, I remember when we did a you know College Game Day when OSU came around and they were talking about uh what what was jt barrett and you know his dui we just kept you know everyone was chanting dui and they showed the video of him getting you know arrested and he said hey i'm the quarterback of osu can't you do something about this (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure i I mean honestly i think i wouldn't be surprised if he only said that because urban meyer took his star players aside and said hey if you ever do something illegal just tell him just tell him you're a football player yeah see if you can get get out of it here, click on that link. Tell um, me your thoughts. Click on what link? I sent one in the messages. There's messages in the bottom left. Oh, on Google Hangouts? Yeah. I'm not seeing anything. You guys don't have messages? Or the message? I don't. Did you get one, Lucas? Yeah, you have to pull it up. It's in the bottom left of like the actual call. This is not worth the bit. <laughs> no, I mean I don't. I thought it would like pop up and you guys would just click and be good. Oh okay. Wait. No, I I, I see mine, it. That is a says... very tasteful Photoshop. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good. <laughs> and you know what you're looking for, but you don't really see it right away, which is always the mark of a good Photoshop. Oh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> If I, I finally surpassed my technical difficulties. And yeah. Urban good. Meyer at the Last Supper, kind of crouching, eating his sad pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's that. Uh, Just a hearty laugh. Warms my cold heart. Good. Uh, last one. Kind of a kind of a weird quickie one. Uh, Reddit got hacked and account information pertaining to... Uh, user accounts from 2007 or older were stolen. And, uh, yeah, based on the information taken, it's possible that uh, the hackers could link accounts to people's emails and therefore their real-life identities, unless they had a burner email. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I I just assumed that my Reddit username is going to be found out, unlike everyone else who apparently just does the most effed up stuff and assumes that they'll always be anonymous. Well, I mean, that's the whole point of, you know, that's one of the main points of Reddit is the anonymity. And so I can imagine yeah. a lot of people freaking out about this. And I, I agree that you should never really just assume that you're completely protected and anonymous. But most people do, I think. Yeah, they definitely do. And I had to check my account and I created my account on my birthday in 2009. Oh, okay. When I was turning 13 years old which then i realized (laughs) i'm coming up on my 10th anniversary (laughs) of my reddit account and it made me feel a little different (laughs) yeah like old or bad just like wow almost half my life i've been on this website (laughs) (laughs) i um 
Well, partially because of like uh, the James Gunn and some of the other stuff. I, I've definitely thought more and more lately, boy, some Sunday afternoon, I'm not doing anything. I should really go back through all of my social media accounts and uh, maybe take care of some of the stuff I forgot that I thought was awesome when I was <laughs> 14, but no longer do. I mean, you should I, definitely do the scrub a dub. I did yeah, one yeah. before college, and I did one before graduation. <laughs> Good I did, call. I did one before college, and then actually, yeah, like last week with all this stuff coming out, I thought, hey, maybe I should go take a little look see. And I've, well, I've been on Twitter for a while, so I don't, yeah. I didn't, I don't even think I got to the end. I deleted like half oh. a dozen tweets, not no, not because they were the offensive, but they were just stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate myself. <laughs> I hate yeah. eighth grade me. I'm like, yeah, wow, absolutely. you thought that was a worthwhile thing to post on Facebook? Yeah. You loser. <laughs> I would have I would have bullied eighth grade me is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I, I every day feel bad about things that I said and did when I was a younger person, which is not a recommended thing to do, but that's how I feel. It sounded like an admission. <laughs> you were like, the way you phrased it, you could have made it a little more benign. Just, oh man, don't we all just like lay in bed sometimes thinking about bad things? But instead you were like, every day I regret the actions of the past. <laughs> like a super villain that got rehabilitated. <laughs> Not a day goes by that I don't think of all the harm I did. Not a day goes by I don't picture the, the weeping. <laughs> I, well, yeah. The that, youthful that innocence turned to like ruthless slaughter. He's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anybody else have any quickie last-minute stuff, or should we go on to the breakouts? Other than the fact that that was Andrew's nickname in high school. Oh, no. Uh, what, breakout? No, quickie, last minute. Oh. Last time he phrased it differently, and it would have been a better joke, and I'm like, oh, man, I missed my window. <laughs> and then you oh. said it again, and it didn't work that well this time. Ha, and then I had to pick it... someone else on the fly because I felt like I'd been too self-deprecating already. Joke's on you. That Nick, like that insult assumes that I was sexually active in high school. I was gonna direct how many, it at Lucas. How many, how many? How many? How many? How many subscribers on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts do we have to have to tell that story, Andrew? <laughs> I don't know what this story is. What? <laughs> oh wait, I was sexually active in high school. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> that played like a stand-up improv thing. <laughs> Yeah, here's that. I was gonna say that I was gonna aim it at Lucas, but then I was waiting for the. You don't. You're no. You're not. You're not creative. <laughs> just like, something just no. Just that, harmful. No. That's to that's, come back. <laughs> that story is for a different day. We're not there yet. <laughs> I want to actually have a user base before we tell that story. Well, that's why. I'm, that's why I keep teasing it. I keep revealing just slightly more. Just that little bit. The pants. Going to the breakouts. Are we not doing actual songs anymore? Like, I understand why we don't want to do that, but yeah, I copyright. like that we were doing that. <laughs> I was going to do uh, Enter Sandman, 
but I kind of bailed halfway through. If you play that back, you'll listen to me Earth like going light. well, not like the song part, the, the guitar riff. <laughs> Instead of and I was like and then I'm like wait bail and like just trying to trying to save it, pulling it out. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> all right. Um. So I got two breakouts this week. Do you guys have anything? No, because my breakout is also my mandatory viewing. Fair enough. Andrew? I have not been uh, getting into anything new this week, other than I started finally reading the the final book in the Dark Tower series by Stephen King, but I don't really think that's something I can get into because it would take about two hours to actually explain what it's about. Is there a sequence in the the final book where he like spins his revolver open and then like flicks his gun up and catches all the bullets in the revolver and you know clicks it closed and shoots at people i haven't finished the book but i have read the previous six and i can guarantee that shit doesn't happen (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a dumb movie yeah oh my god yeah i took my dad to that movie (laughs) (laughs) that sounded like a setup to something i took my dad to that movie <laughs> yep he was a big dark tower fan i took him to that and uh, like a little bit of the light died there you sounded like the cop from south park like, let me show you something and i don't think you're gonna like it <laughs> <laughs> just like ruining people's childhood <laughs> and then you end up phrasing it like that um Okay, speaking of childhoods, I, this Sunday, this Saturday, uh, with my significant other and two of her siblings, uh, went to the Teen Titans Go to the Movies movie, and it is much better than it has any right to be. I can totally see that from the trailer, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I, I think I enjoyed the trailer a lot, and was like, that could actually end up being pretty fun. Um... I think, uh, I don't know why, but this is the first thing that came to my mind about it. Uh, they are not afraid to change up the animation style, like, throughout the movie. Uh, like, there are, uh, it's a kid's movie, so of course there are songs in it, and during each song, the animation style changes. And I'm kind of a sucker for that when a movie, like, uh, is bold enough to do that. Let me ask you a question real quick, though. Yeah. Does that stem from the common trope in anime where when like people get angry the animation will change into a much more childish form and like you know there's yeah, always like a that? giant there's like What's a giant called? bead of sweat going down yeah. the face and their mouth chibi. is really big. Yeah, like it's chibi. chibi style. Yeah. yeah. So they go to chibi whenever there's like a an embarrassing moment. Embarrassing or like, a, or like I, someone's really angry and yelling. Or like a comedic thing. Yeah. Is that, is that I, I where know. your enjoyment of that comes from? I don't know if it comes from that, but I uh, maybe I don't know. Once you start getting to the like, oh well, why do I like this thing? It quickly becomes a giant question of who I am as a human being and what my values are, and I'm not nearly drunk enough to go on that journey. <laughs> what the fuck? It's Monday <laughs> at ten thirty. <1030. laughs> um, I think you guys are ready for that. But there were definitely a lot of subtle jokes in this that were definitely, like, aimed at the uh, older people in the audience. 
Um, at one point, uh, th- there's a line where uh, after they beat up Superman, who's voiced by Nicolas Cage, Robin yells at them. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yep. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> because... I don't, I don't even know. Yep. That's my Nick Cage. Oh. That, that's the sound Superman makes as he's getting beaten up in this movie. <laughs> Superman is going to get his ass whooped by, like, I don't know, who's who's a bad guy? B- Bane or fucking uh, Doomsday? He's like, you ever Lex been kicked, <laughs> kicked in the kidneys until you piss blood? <laughs> uh, he, no, Superman's actually beaten up by the good guys in this one. And after they do that, there's a scene where Robin says, and it's definitely one of those, like, no-beat jokes, like, goes right to the next scene. It, 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 Robin says, why would you beat up Superman? He's a national treasure. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, God. That's a physical cringe right there. Oh, that's really bad. Um, if they, if they the, didn't do a wink, wink, nod, nod, though, that's pretty good. They no, just did, they like, did a not. quick, they, immediate cut like, and let you think about it for a second. Nope, just right to the next line. Like, yeah. n- definitely like a no-sell joke. One, one of those things where you had to think about it to see if that's actually what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of my other favorite gags in it is there's a whole sequence where a lot of this movie is actually just, like, kind of 15-minute bits loosely connected by, like, uh, some plot threads. And, and it actually works pretty well. Um, the, the, they try going back in time to get rid of all superheroes. Uh, so that, you know, a movie can finally be made about them because the, 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 the director said that the only way she'd make a movie about them is if there were no other superheroes left. Uh, but then they realize getting rid of all superheroes just means supervillains run wild. So then they go back in time to undo what they had done. And there's a scene where it's uh, the Wayne family outside a crime alley. And Robin just runs in pushes uh oh, thomas geez. and martha wayne into the alley we don't see it but there are just flashes of light and gunshot noises and robin is like smiling and giving a thumbs up to his friends as little bruce wayne just looks on absolutely horrified oh, wow God. that's pretty good oh that's brutal I think I'm gonna have to check this out. That sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that, that is I, pretty uh, funny, actually. Uh boy, I wouldn't recommend pay. I, I wouldn't say pay full price for it, but definitely movie pass. Well, it's still yeah. alive. <laughs> Maybe like a matinee ticket. You wanna, you you wanna enjoy something before you go to the movie, and then yeah, you'll you'll have a great time. Are you saying get drunk before going into a public space? Uh, no, that is a crime. Lucas. I'd have to drive. Uh, I was wouldn't. not. I, I was not saying get drunk, Ryan. I was saying do the thing that you, where you are living, are able to do, and then go see a movie. Able and having the legal authority are two different. <laughs> Just gonna Wait, is throw it not that legal out. in California? I mean, it's legal at the state level, but <laughs> like federally, no. It's kind of a gray area. Yeah, if you if you ran into an FBI agent, they could absolutely arrest you. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. Like if a beat yeah. cop found you, you'd be fine. 
Yeah, exactly. As long as it was under a If a California amount. state police officer did, it'd be fine. But as soon as it's like a, if it's like a, a parks employee. Like oh, dude, the, the, does that mean the fucking DEA can still like pull marijuana stings? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're they, they a would federal be, agency. There would be some some pushback from the oh, states absolutely. and having the DEA like, pull a raids on that. It'd be like a violation of states' rights and stuff like that. But you know. And I mean, everybody knows FBI and CIA agents are hanging out in movie theaters showing Teen Titans go to the movies. I'm more concerned about, like, buying tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. Um, And then I also saw the first episode of the new season of The Venture Bros, which was just fucking amazing as usual. They finally pulled the trigger on a bit they've been setting up for a long, long time, perfectly executed it. Uh, and then watching that uh, so soon after watching Teen Titans go to the movies kind of made me realize how, like, if not important, like, appreciated, uh, I think these... Um, pieces of media that really kind of make fun of superhero shit are in today's day and age. Now that every, like, superheroes are the future of cinema, and every every superhero thing needs to be, like, this big, grand endeavor rather than just, I don't know, reveling in how ridiculous they inherently are. Yeah. No, there's a, there's a market for it. Mandatory viewing. Hey, burr, 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 burr. It's mandatory. Mandatory. Wait. Hold on, I got I got a thing for this. Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia. You're dead. <laughs> you are dead. That's got to be a cool waveform. Yeah, yeah we could have also edited that. <laughs> to make it sound professional, but that's fine. Play it right into a microphone from a phone speaker. Yeah. Who's going that's how we do time. it on this Wait, podcast. Wait, are you, are you, are you going to lecture me about like being unprofessional in the podcast when Lucas leaves in the points where we're like debating on whether or not we're going to put something into the podcast? It's like, it's like uh, what's it called? Tim and Eric stuff, where they like mm-hmm. break down and are just like, are we, what, what is this happening? I think people like comedy. to, I think people like to see what goes on behind the uh, behind the curtain, and that's what this podcast offers. Yeah, like I'm behind on schedule because I got home from work late, and it turned out my lasagna needed an hour to be heated. <gasps> <laughs> so I showed up late <laughs> to the podcast. Are you happy, crowd? Are you happy that you got a peek behind the curtain? Maybe stop being so curious. <laughs> You won't like what you see. You can't got, handle the truth. I got something to show you, and I, I don't, don't think you're, you're gonna, gonna like, like it. it. Um. Also, I didn't heat my lasagna to the recommended 165 degrees because oh. I got impatient and only and ate it at 159. Probably gonna get food poisoning for you. Are you Wait, happy, audience? Did you use a meat, like a meat thermometer or something? I did. I oh. did use a meat thermometer. I don't think I've ever. Like, tested the temperature of my food. Have you ever been violently <laughs> ill shortly after eating your food? Because it was Oh, I've, I've been violently <laughs> ill after eating, but it's always from, like, a restaurant, so. 
if you want to help us deal with the exorbitant medical bills that Ryan and Andrew are dealing with uh, by virtue of being on this podcast, please support us on Patreon. Oh, God, do we have a Patreon? Have oh, Patreon. God, no, not okay, yet. I was going to say, the only thing worse than a Patreon is a Patreon with zero dollars in it. <laughs> the most depressing, like, oh, no one cares about you. I, I actually think it's more depressing when it's like $3 in a Patreon, when it's like, oh, this is clearly the guy who started it, like putting a putting a dollar in the tip jar to fish for more. Yeah, dude. I, I know that life. That's what we did at the zip line. Yeah. You'd always have you'd always put in a twenty because then people would think, oh, twenty dollars is like a normal tip. <laughs> and then it's like yeah. sometimes you would get ten because people were like, Oh, twenty's too much, but ten's reasonable. Whereas otherwise you're you're literally getting ones. You're getting singles. It, perspective shift. It's way yeah. to do it. No, it works. Is, is there anything on Patreon that stops people from just blatantly lying about what they're doing? Like if I went on Patreon and like, you know, took you know, had different photos up there than what I actually look like and said, you know, I was raising money for like the medical bills of a friend or my mother That's not or something Patreon. like that. That's for like Kickstarter or, you know, uh, or, 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 something. or whatever. Go find and then, me. And then just took the money and, you know, obviously didn't use it for that because I was making it up. Is, yeah, is there happens. something in, is there something in place to stop that or to like get the money back? No. You can report really. people. You kind of yeah. can, but it, yeah. there's been a bunch of video games that oh. were supposedly going to be developed and then the creators just ran away with the money. Well, but no, Patreon like I, isn't I've seen that, that but like they, they could always thing. say that they intended to make something and that it didn't work out. Whereas like, you know, what's to stop someone from just blatantly lying about who they are and what the money is for and then just, you know, making up a, a story, you know, that's sad to get people to donate money and then running. Not a lot, which okay. is why you should definitely do research before you donate. Yeah, what's to stop people from just going around the street lying mm-hmm. and then getting money? Oh, wait, they do that. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them, but too many. Enough. Yeah. Fewer. So this is a couple Fewer. beats ago, but uh, Ryan, are people going to like what you're making them watch for mandatory viewing? I Not- think so. Take that, South Park policeman. (laughs) I'm going to show you something, and I think you're going to like it. Um, That sounds worse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're going to like it the way you like it. I guarantee it. Um, So, recently, I've uh, been interested in and finally started watching uh, Ken Burns' Vietnam series. Which oh, okay. is a very long, in-depth, detailed look at um, the entirety of the Vietnam War, starting from the 1860s when the French took over French Indochina, quote unquote, all the way to, as far as I know, like present day. Like they go into aftermath and they interview survivors and combatants and everything. So. Okay. super incredible look and Ken Burns if you've never watched a Ken Burns documentary uh, do it so you might as well start with this one I guess it's his most recent one but hey it's uh, it's great there's a ton of original footage which a lot of which had never seen the day seen the light of day before which makes things just really real in a way that 
it felt like Viet- Vietnam was kind of the first war that had a bunch of first first-hand footage, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you don't really understand the scope until you see all this stuff that you've never seen before. Because it feels like you've seen the same few clips a lot, you know? Like, some dude with a flamethrower burning down a grass hut. The the little girl who was all burned running away naked from what I assume was a napalm strike or something yep. like that. Yep, that yeah. was napalm. You've, you've seen, like, the same few clips, whereas this, like, just, just random American soldiers getting shot or you know, full-blown executions and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty insane. So, not the most upbeat, but <laughs> I think uh, it's worthwhile and it would produce an interesting discussion. Uh, any idea where the best way to watch this would be? Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix? Nice. All available on Netflix. Hell yeah. 100% free. Get it while it's hot. And uh, I'm going to go into this a little bit and like we're going to, we can talk about that uh, when I recommend my assignment, but what would you recommend watching? Because the, these episodes are an hour and a half to two hours long. Yeah, they are long. Yeah, so like I'm I'm not positive that I would be able to get through all of it. Are there is you know should I watch at least a certain amount of episodes or specific episodes to get the full? Oh, effect? I just assumed the whole series. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean. As much as you can. It's like 15 yeah, I guess hours. as much as you can. Well, Last of Us is like 15 hours. That's, that's true. Know. That's true. It's also over the course of a month, and what else is going on in August? I'm moving. Yeah. I'm going to Florida for a funeral. Um, yeah. Well, but I will, this, will, uh, this will stay in, in, in the mood of everything you're doing. Yeah. You, you have a car, car ride. No, I'm, we're flying. Uh, oh, okay. Ah, good. Flying, you can watch. Hmm. There's no Wi-Fi on planes. You can download stuff on Netflix. Oh, you can? Yeah, man. Get with the 21st yeah. century. Holy shit. I'm yeah, a you can download Philistine. Things. I just downloaded <laughs> that. You can watch things wherever you want, whenever you want. Netflix. Netflix. Net- Netflix, give us money. <laughs> Jump it in your dick. Just in your mouth. Sure. Um, okay, Andrew, I know yours is going to be, if not a little bit dreary as well, at least surreal. Uh, should, should we do like a positivity sandwich where I do a more upbeat thing and then you bring it back down with a negative one? I definitely, you know, I, since I've talked to you, Ryan, I've backed away from my, uh, super edgy, hardcore, uncomfortable recommendation, which was going to be Top of the Lake, which was a... Uh, a short like a BBC uh, New Zealand uh, miniseries about like a small town in New Zealand with with a bunch of shit happening Uh, I thought that you know wouldn't have created as good of a conversation uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do something else but I I definitely wouldn't call my recommendation uh, like down and sad well we're already here what is it uh, I'm going to recommend the first season of the TV show Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, hasn't Lucas seen that? I have not. Oh, nope. never mind then. Yeah, I, I, I wanted think something I've that neither seen... of you had seen. I think I've seen the movie, but I, I've only seen like clips of the TV show. It's been on my watch list for a long time. Yeah, it's on it, Hulu? Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's I think it's on Hulu. I know it's on FX now. If you 
you or your parents or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, that right? thing. <laughs> well, I mean, like if you if you have you know cable and FX is on it, you I get don't. access to. Okay. And I don't. Okay. <laughs> Any anyway, you can also find it on any uh, online watching resource that isn't strictly legal. What? Andrew, Andrew, let me show you something, and I don't think you're gonna like it. Or Hulu, just watch it. Why is this so relevant? (laughs) This quote ended up being really relevant. I mean, if you think about all the things you see every day that you don't like, it's it's a lot. No, but it's that's that that was referencing pirating. That quote, he was gonna show the people. Yeah, he was gonna show the people all the celebrities that had to like. Oh no, he couldn't get the new private jet he had to like go for the slightly older model like oh it was basically south park poking planet like how pirating doesn't really hurt the bottom line of yeah. people that are making the money that much yeah Any- so. anyway but then everyone acts all horrified oh. that's the joke <gasps> okay like yeah. it's it's a it's a christmas carol where he does Ghosts of Christmas Future oh, or whatever. But it's and then they're all like, wait, pirates. what? No, he's going to get that jet, isn't he? And they're like, what do you think? And like, <laughs> you should watch the episode. I'm just explaining the whole episode. <laughs> Andrew, Let me walk you through what? the script of yeah. season all right, whatever, Andrew. episode whatever. And then Officer Barbrady says. <laughs> no, Barbrady was out of the show by then, wasn't he? Is, wasn't no. he in the most recent season? Yeah, no, he was well, absolutely yeah, but like, in the kind whole of, show. Yeah, he was absent for a couple of seasons, but yeah, okay. Oh, Andrew, quick, say something about uh, Fargo to to bring us back. Okay, so season one of Fargo, before I had seen the first season of Westworld, was in my opinion the best single season narrative experience that I had seen. Um, you know, it's a it's a tight narrative. Uh, the the other seasons don't really connect to it, and they all take place in different time periods and they're, they're all somewhat related to each other but there aren't really any shared characters um but it's just a really if you've seen the movie it captures that sort of like quirky really dark humor that you know made the movie what it was you know this sort of small town uh lifestyle and like mentality that a lot of people have and then like this sort of like really the darkness that comes in from, you know, like organized crime and just sort of Billy Bob Thornton's personified evil, like chaotic evil character. Uh, just, oh God, Billy Bob Thornton is so good in the season. Just the most joyfully terrible human being ever uh, who like doesn't overact it at all. It's just, it's perfectly balanced. Uh, what's his name? Um, who, who plays Watson in the Sherlock series and Bilbo Baggins? It's Martin Freeman. Yeah, Mar- Martin yeah. Freeman. I don't know why I blanked on his name. He, he plays uh, Lester Nygaard, who's a really timid uh, businessman who kind of falls into all of this. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's just Bilbo a, Baggins. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a great show. Um, it's really quirky, uh, really odd. Uh, but I think it all works. And I really want to see what your opinion of it is, because I, I watched it a long time ago. And while I've seen clips of it again, I haven't rewatched the first season. So I'm interested to, to see how it holds up and to see what other people actually think of it. 
because I've never actually had a conversation with someone who's watched the show. Uh, I've talked about the show a lot, but I've never actually sat down and talked with someone who actually has seen it. So I'm interested. Okay. Cool. I, uh, I'm going to go off script a little bit. This is uh, not going to be an audio and visual thing you guys need to check out. It's just going to be audio. And this is the All Systems Goku podcast. Wait, Lucas, you can't adver- advertise the competition. <laughs> yeah. and, Imagine oh. the crossover. <laughs> oh, yeah, the two guys who founded Giant Bomb are definitely afraid of us gunning for them. I don't know who the what the fuck Giant Bomb is, but... Oh, it, it, I even know what Giant Bomb is. And I don't like anime. <laughs> it, Gi- Giant Bomb is a video game website, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, it's it like though? a... It's an interdisciplinary nerd <laughs> website. Yeah, it's a nerd website. It's a pretty big nerd website. Um... The, the two guys uh, on the All Systems Goku podcast, Dan and Jeff, I believe are two of the founders of the website and they're a phenomenally popular podcast. Um, and they notably have never watched an anime before in their lives. Maybe, maybe like a Studio Ghibli thing or whatever, but it's doubtful whether or not that actually counts. So this podcast is them watching a handful of Dragon Ball Z Kai episodes at a time, explaining what happens in them in their own weird, never-watched-an-anime-before terminology and their reactions to it. I love and it. And it, it, it's really great. Um, do we have to have watched Dragon Ball Z Kai? You do not. It is better if you don't. Oh, there you go. It um, it's really really good. Uh, I think well, it's a podcast, and I think episodes are, tend to be between half an hour and forty five minutes. So if you guys want to check out like the first three episodes, and then if you like it, keep listening to it. Uh, yeah, I dig it. Um, currently on hiatus now, which sucks a bit, but uh, perfect time to catch up. So yeah. I'll watch it. I'm excited. Or I'll listen to it on the way to work. Yeah, me too. Actually, me too. That's exactly yeah. what I had in mind. <laughs> like, wow, during my commute, I can just sub out this for Harmontown. And, that... and then I'll be all set. Absolutely what I've been doing on the train ride in the morning when I'm too groggy to do anything else. Yeah. I also uh, I, I possibly got our uh, viewer base up a little bit. I have advertised the podcast to friends and coworkers. Oh boy, coworkers! Yeah, that's a that's a road. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was just like two guys because we were sitting at lunch and they were talking about podcasts they listened to, and I mentioned that uh, I had a podcast. I asked what it was and if it was available on iTunes. And you were like, "Oh, let me tell you. Now let you me wanna... tell you a tale." <laughs> Let me spin and then the you a music yarn. cuts in. Let me spin you a yarn. The date right. is June 13th, 2018. Lucas DeRider, he liked podcasts. He, he, he wanted to put his podcast on a little website called iTunes. 
and then boom, the like music kind of kicks a little bit, you know? I, I imagine it was uh, me outside of my workplace with a box full of my, you know, desk items, then record scratch, like, boop, yep, that's me. I wonder how you got in that situation. <laughs> and then it just cuts to the moment. I'm like, hey, guys, I have a podcast. You should listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I have a podcast. Please listen and subscribe and just all your friends. <laughs> Please. Please. No step on snake. No, no step a snake. All right, you guys, you guys want to hear my sick indie marketing strategy for this podcast? I you mean would. grassroots? Yeah. Getting down so, to the nitty gritty. Hitting the page. Everyone, everyone who's ever been on this podcast, uh, including Jade, has to download a Tinder app. The Tinder app, and instead of matching with people and sending them dick pics. Send them a link to the podcast. And yeah, then let's all the, download Tinder and use it for the first time ever and like make a joke account because we've never had a real account on that sort of thing. That'd be insane. And yeah, I'll totally use it to advertise the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was more, I don't know if it's as shameful as it used to be to have, a, have an app dating account. I think it's pretty well integrated now. That's just another thing. That's fair. I yeah. I never had it. I missed the boat, but it's definitely a normal thing now, I think. Yeah, you missed the boat, dude. You missed out. It is Andrew, great. <laughs> Andrew, it's not too late. Uh, <laughs> Jared, I'm, I'm, too I feel late. like we're growing apart. I I need <laughs> I need to go on Tinder. I need to I need to see what the craze is. I mean, yeah, no, YouTube like, could go oh, on funny, Tinder. I see you found my uh, Tinder account. Yeah, I'm just using it to see what the fuss is about. <laughs> not, not using it to be a terrible, terrible human being. Nice. nice. And none of you at home be terrible, terrible human beings either. And you cannot be a terrible person by subscribing to this podcast. That's the only way to definitively not be... Uh, not not have terrible morality, you know. And people, if you want to be, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, back in the day, people would think, you know, if you did bad things, you can make it better by going and talking to a priest and admitting it, or maybe doing some community service, or even just I don't know, try to not self-flagellation. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, you whipping oneself in the back until bloody. Or you can burn yourself alive. Those are the two options. Until no, that's now. self-immolation. That's oh, self-immolation, and your self-flagellation is whipping yourself. Oh no, you, your voice cut out. I, I thought you said self-immolation. Ah, gotcha. That is another thing you could do. Yeah, you, you can. All of those <laughs> things were viable options until today. Better only, options, really. Uh, the only way to to not be shitty is to download and subscribe to the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Let me spin your tail. Is following us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast the modern day equivalent of self-immolation? <laughs> Have we ever tweeted once? I, we, I, I tweet out the uh, like the episodes when they come. I <laughs> throw like a meme or two up there too. But oh, there's a meme? Okay. I, should I, I think there's a meme. 
There's a, there's a meme somewhere. There. I, we can add memes. I bet it's, it's, I bet it's like oh, a, we got memes. Oh, I don't bet it's you like worry. a seven-year-old meme. It's like the baby <laughs> pumping its fist with like a tie-dye background and just says, when, yeah, you, when you download the voluntary viewing podcast. Yeah, it's an image macro, like hello, fellow kids level meme. Yep. That's what it's all about. Let us know in the comments what kind of memes you want from the voluntary viewing podcast. I think we what? should all make a fake trailer where we pretend to be like, a true crime murder mystery podcast because that'll probably up our downloads. Oh, there, are, there are a lot Lukewarm. of sad... <laughs> and the there crowd of... goes mild. <laughs> there are a lot of sad piano podcasts, uh, um, uh, sad piano audio tracks online for free we could definitely use. I feel I mean, like I'm... it has to be like a, a soul violin or like a, a picky, picky acoustic guitar and like ding, ding, ding. I don't know. I imagine like old 40s lounge music, but. Elevator music? Yeah. It's just. That gets the crowd going. Yeah. Man. Just tap, tapping out that a really revs my engine <laughs> hearing that <laughs> elevator music. <laughs> Woo! Can't get enough. All right. Has this been a long enough outro? Oh, has this been the outro? <laughs> I think this oh, is the I, outro. I recording like 10 minutes ago. I'm, I'm, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. You son of a bitch. You got me. You boomed me. Well. Bye. (laughs) I'm Lucas. I'm Andrew. Have a lovely day.